Coming to you from Coinology Studios right outside of Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome back to Episode 2, where we'll cover why you'll want to schedule your Disney World vacation in the next two years. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny. Rob and Danny. The go-to podcast for families on the move. Hello, everyone. I'm Rob. And I'm Danny. And this is the Family Vacationer. Welcome to a big show. Disney's easily a subject we could base an entire podcast around. In fact, there are many that do. In future podcasts, we'll focus on the different pieces of a Disney vacation and even look at all the different ways you can vacation with Disney. Today, we're going to list some of the reasons why you may want to consider booking a trip to Walt Disney World in the next two years. 2021 is the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World, so if it's been a while since your last visit, you may want to start planning now. First, before we get into it, let's start with some news. All right. Up first, last week brought some false excitement. A Disney fan site reported Disney would be launching its own airline. Not so fast. So Disney has staunchly denied these rumors and has said that there are no plans for the entertainment giant to launch an airline. The rumor was interesting, mainly because Disney would have the ability to extend the immersive experience of a Disney vacation to the airport. But not so. But not so. Just a rumor. And also July brought some unwelcome news to both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Many of you, I'm sure, have heard about or seen the footage of the fight that occurred in Disneyland in Mickey's Toontown. <laughs> yep. It's strangely it's funny. Not funny. It's I don't the, know why that's funny. It's horrible. Fighting in Toontown. <clears throat> well, two men and one woman are now facing multiple criminal charges stemming from a fight that occurred at Disneyland. And this brutal fight was caught on video and quickly went viral. In addition to their legal issues, all parties involved received a lifetime ban to Disney. So I hope it was worth it. Uh, in Orlando, a 23-year-old Chicago woman got angry when her fast pass was invalid and started pushing buttons at the Tower of Terror ride at Hollywood Studios. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? <laughs> That'll help. Keep pushing those buttons. Okay. So when she was confronted by a Disney employee, the Chicago woman punched the Disney employee. The employee declined to press charges, but the Chicago woman was also given a lifetime ban from Walt Disney World Resort. All right, that's enough news for now. Let's move on to what's coming up in the next two years. So as we mentioned in the opening, the only constant at Disney parks is change. The next two years will bring about a flurry of activity that touches three of the four parks and many of the resorts at Walt Disney World. Let's take a look at some of them. So at Epcot, the first thing is the Ratatouille ride. Mm -hmm. This is a, it's a trackless ride. It's heading to the France area of Epcot, and it's rumored to heavily copy, if not mirror, the same ride in Disneyland Paris. This is my youngest son's favorite movie, so I'm very excited to try this out. It's, it actually shrinks you to the size of a mouse. <laughs> exactly. Wow. It chases you through the kitchen there at uh, Gastos. Does it teach you how to cook? It does not, but anyone can cook, man. That's, That's true. Yeah. Officially, this ride is set to open in 2021 for the anniversary, but rumors persist that they're ahead of schedule, and it's actually going to open in the summer of 2020. Wow. Opening in the summer in a busy time. You might have to wait a little bit to get on that one. Yes. Yes. That's a fast passer right there. Definitely. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride. So this is the first ride at Walt Disney World based on a Marvel property, and it's taken over the building that used to house Ellen's Energy Adventure. Did you ever check that one out? I've it's actually, not. It's actually pretty good. Um, but it's, they've added a 12-story building behind 
Ellen's Energy Adventure. Twelve stories. Twelve stories. That's massive. Yep, it's in uh, Future World, and the coaster mm-hmm. features a spinning coaster. So it's not like so. Evidently, it switches the rider's perspective. The story is going to be taking place all around, and the uh, the actual coaster seat is going to switch based on where the story is taking place. So it uh, okay. seems to me like it's going to be vomit-inducing. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, but I've seen the video of several of the test runs, and the ride looks pretty amazing. But it's it's expected to open sometime in 2021. Nice. So the entrance to Epcot is going to be completely reimagined. So there's new pathways that are going to be there, green spaces, and a new fountain will greet visitors at the main entrance of Epcot. You know, Epcot is unique in that there are two entrances. Mm-hmm. There's the first entrance where Spaceship Earth is. Right. That's where then, the pictures are made. That's yes. where everybody gets a picture. And then there's the what I always call the secret entrance, which is back by the World Showcase. Okay. You, know, you can actually walk there from boardwalk uh or you can take the boat so but that will that's the skyliner which we'll talk about i'm getting ahead of myself that's right but uh, that's actually going to come back it's going to be at that entrance as well so it will be a secret no more so i don't know dan if you've seen wreck it ralph 2 no no it's a great great movie you should watch i'll that. check that out <laughs> But the city that was created to represent the internet, this is mm-hmm. the same type concept that I've heard is going to be used as a model for the Play Pavilion Okay, that's coming to Epcot. We'll have to wait a while to see if that's true, but this pavilion, along with the reimagined Spaceship Earth, will provide lots of new excitement right as you enter the Epcot Definitely. park. And this is all set to open in 2021. That's a reoccurring theme. You'll hear that quite a bit. 50th. Yes. Finally, at Epcot, there is the space-themed restaurant. The working name is Space 220. That already sounds good. <laughs> right, what do you eat in space, though? Well, evidently, I'm glad you asked that. The restaurant is located next to Mission Space and will offer an internationally inspired cuisine. Cuisine. Yeah, Thank you. you. Yeah. Uh, including 1,000 bottles of the world's finest wines and craft beer. So evidently, okay. you drink a lot in space. <laughs> Takes away the fear of hovering above the earth. I guess so. (laughs) But this is set to open in late 2019, so just around the corner. Moving over to Hollywood, Dan. Hollywood Studios, my favorite of all the parks. Okay, let's talk about Galaxy's Edge first. Maybe you've heard something about the Star Wars land at Disney. No. Is that (laughs) that's coming? No, I had no idea. Guess what? The area will be known as Galaxy's Edge. Now, the Disneyland version of the land is, is already open, okay? The Orlando version will open at Walt Disney World on August the 29th. Now, Galaxy's Edge will open with one of the two rides operational. So, step by step here. Mm-hmm. All right, first let's talk about Millennium Falcon. Smuggler's Run is set to open with a park with the second ride, Rise of the Resistance, scheduled to open later this year on December the 5th. Now, in this land, you can build your own custom lightsaber, which is completely awesome. Yes. Or you can also build a droid. And you can also sample some delicious blue or green milk. The script has that in quotations. Of course, you can't see that. I'm a little nervous about blue or green milk. (laughs) And it's evidently not a dairy product. (laughs) I'm not sure what that is. What does it come from? Because, you know, Star Wars, uh, there are creatures everywhere yes i want to know what it comes from. i well if you 
remember the well i say the first star the first star wars movie that was made exactly uh when they're sitting when luke and his adoptive parents are mm-hmm. sitting around the table yeah he he pours some i think it was blue milk really uh he said mark hamill has since said that it was disgusting and that it that he was determined to get it right on one take and huh. and he you know if you watch the movie he doesn't flinch but it looks nasty, so I'm not uh, okay. I'm not I'm not sold on the blue milk, but we'll see. Possibly the inspiration for this, but you know I've, I've seen that movie. I, I, don't, I can't even tell you how many times, mm. but I've never noticed the color of his milk. No, okay, who knew? All right. Well, also the park has several options for food and beverage, including Oga's Cantina and Docking Bay Seven. There will be, of course. Lots of options for your souvenir purchase. (laughs) Yes. Surprise. (laughs) Take the money with you guys. Also, the walls for the new Star Wars hotel are up, and the excitement for this boutique hotel is building. Rumors have it that the hotel will have less than 100 rooms. Okay, because of that, we're expecting an immersive experience that gives patrons the ability to interact in a storyline, which is super cool. Yep. Actual details are few and far between, but let me tell you, expect something really special in this space right here. So evidently, you are going to be involved in several tracts as mm-hmm. far as the storyline goes. Yes. What I've heard is you're either going to be a part of the Resistance or a part of the Empire, and that's going to affect your stay at this hotel. There's also rumors about the rise of the Resistance ride, which is opening on December 5th. Uh, I heard a rumor, and you know we'll see if it's yeah. true, but that the the ride itself will last 28 minutes. That's a crazy wow. rumor out there. So, okay. I mean, we're not going to know until we uh, until it opens. So. Exactly. What I want to know is <clears throat> if if some people are on the side of the Resistance, yes, and some are on the side of the Empire. You saw what happened in Disney's Toontown, right? <laughs> That's, that's exactly that's where gonna I'm going to be. Re- I'm kidding. Please, Disney, don't don't shut us down. That's that's just a joke. I don't know. That that's exactly where I was going. Was you know, will it be family against family or mom against dad or yeah, all in good fun, of course? But I think that's why you build the lightsabers, right? <laughs> so you can. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be exciting to see how this plays out. Really. Yes, I would imagine that this hotel, considering the limited amount of rooms and the immersive yes. experience, uh, is going to be quite expensive. And possibly a wait to oh, get your reservations. absolutely, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. But, you know, with so few rooms, um, the focus on those families could be a really mem- memory-making experience. Absolutely. You and I love making memories with our families. All right, I want to tell you about two more things in Hollywood Studio. First of all, Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Woohoo! Yes, this sounds good. I mean, it's it's a new table service restaurant. It's mm. coming to Toy Story Land, Hollywood Studios. Now, as of now, the only food option in Toy Story Land is Andy's Lunchbox. Now, if you've been to this area, you know there's little seating at Andy's and also a general lack of shade in this part of the park as well. The Roundup Rodeo should address both of these issues. The restaurant is being built behind the Woody statue at the entrance of, to uh, Toy Story Land. Right now, we, don't, we have no estimation on when we can expect the restaurant to open, but it sounds pretty cool. It does sound cool. <clears throat> and when we say little shade, that actually means no shade. It's hot. Yes. <clears throat> Supposedly, that is the hottest park on any of Disney's properties anywhere. Yeah, it is, it is definitely out in the open. We were just there several months back. 
Okay, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Taking place of the beloved great movie ride is this zany adventure through a cartoon universe crammed with surprises. Now, oddly enough, Mm. this is the first ride at Disney Park that features Mickey and Minnie and their friends. Isn't that weird? It is very weird. uh, That's surprising. But when you think about it, yes. Okay. It is surprising. The opening of this ride has been delayed a little bit, and now we're expecting spring of 2020 for its opening. The ride was also recently confirmed to be coming to Disneyland in Mickey's Toontown. Keeps coming back up. (laughs) (laughs) I said it without laughing that time. (laughs) I really, I don't, did you enjoy the great movie ride? That was one of my favorites. I don't. I actually did. Yeah. I liked it. But, you know, progress. I I think that's like, I think that's like the Hall of Presidents, you know, Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. It's your thing or it's not. Right. But I loved it. All right, switch it over to Magic Kingdom. Yeah, let's talk about the Tron roller coaster. This looks awesome. Uh, oh, man, I'm telling you. The Tron coaster is based, obviously, on the Tron light cycle power run at Shanghai Disneyland, and it's under construction at Walt Disney World in the Magic Kingdom. We do know the track of the coaster is already up, and the ride experience will see park goers board a two-person light cycle. Should be an extremely exciting ride. All right, let's talk about resort renovations. You know, resorts are always being upgraded, plussed up. Some of the hotels currently under some sort of renovation are all of the All-Stars, Animal Kingdom Lodge, and Art of Animation. Now, I'm most excited about the renovation projects of the Grand Destino Tower at Coronado Springs and, to a lesser extent, Caribbean Beach. Yes. If you've been to Pop Century recently mm-hmm. yes. and experienced the uh, renovations there, that is what we're expecting at All-Star. That's what they're doing at All-Star. All-Star Sports, All-Star Music, and the Mm All-Star Movies. Yes. Yes. Uh, The Grand Destino Tower looks really awesome. They've really reimagined that resort. It looks fantastic. The new restaurant at Caribbean Beach I'm very excited about is Sebastian's. You know, Sebastian from The Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah. That should be an excellent place to try on your next visit. Sounds tasty. All right, new resorts. Riviera. This new Disney Vacation Club hotel is set to open in December of 2019. And this European-influenced resort offers Mediterranean pools and access to the new Disney Skyliner, which... Yeah, we keep talking about it. We yes. might as well actually talk about it. Go so for it, the Skyliner is set to open September 29th. Uh, if you've been to Disney in the last couple of months, you've seen them testing them everywhere. The Skyliner will connect Pop Century, Art of Animation... Uh, with the Caribbean Beach Resort, Hollywood Studios, the brand new Riviera, and Epcot. The Skyliner will be an excellent alternative form of transportation around the Walt Disney World Resort, because if you've been lately, you know the bus system is overtaxed. Yes. So the project isn't without controversy, though, because the ride units, the gondolas, will not have air conditioning. Wow. Right. There are panels on the front of the gondolas that will open... As the ride is in progress, yeah. they'll collect air and cycle it through the vehicle. So we'll see how that holds up in 95-plus yeah. degree <laughs> exactly. August, Florida, summers. Yeah, they, Disney swears that it will be fine, so we'll just have to trust them that they know what they're doing. So. Now, have you been to Disney in January, any of the cold months? Cold, did you air quote that? Because I don't yes. know that I've ever been at Disney when it's cold. I've been in February. Okay. And it was like 82 yeah. degrees or something like that. I mean, that's what I was going to say. I've been in January. Yes. And we weren't wearing jackets. 
No. So this could be a – I'm kind of anxious to see how this really does. Well, I'm curious if – because if you've been there, you've seen in the last couple of months, you've seen them testing the ride unit. So mm-hmm. I'm a lot of people were expecting it to open sooner, and I'm wondering if maybe they didn't do that because it is – it would be August. Yeah. September gives them a little bit of a break. I mean, not mm-hmm. much. You're still looking – what high eighties? Yeah, at least. So that is all that's going on at Disney. Well, that's actually not all that's going on at Disney, but that's a good portion of what's going on at yeah. Disney. We'll be right back after a short message from our sponsor, the Language Tutor. Stay with us. Hi, friends. Danny Evans here, and I want to tell you about the Language Tutor, your one-stop YouTube channel for learning languages. You ever wanted to learn Spanish or French, or know someone that wants to learn English? Well, you can find great lessons for language learning on our channel, The Language Tutor. Just simply go to YouTube and type in The Language Tutor, and you'll find our channel there. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and click that notification bell so that you'll never miss any of our great lessons that come in every single week. I hope to see you on The Language Tutor. All right, and we're back. So let's go over some tips and reminders when you're planning your Disney vacation. So at the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, you can make resort-only reservations up to 499 days out. So that's the room only. That's no tickets, no dining, just the room. You can make dining reservations up to 180 days out, and that's for table service restaurants and character meals. And then you can make your fast pass reservations up to 60 days out. So those are important things to remember as you're planning your vacation. All right, really quick. If you if you make your dining reservations 180 days out, yep. are you cutting it close? I mean, do do most people do it 180 days out? Yes. Okay. Especially so, for things like Cinderella's Royal Table. Um, and uh, the Beauty and the Beast. What's the name of the restaurant? Be Our Guest. Yes, wow. Be Our Guest. Right. I've been there and I couldn't think of it. Um, yes, Be Our Guest. That that one fills up pretty quickly. It does. It? Yes. it absolutely does. Something to consider when your vacation, let's say you're going for seven days. Yeah. And in your 60 days come up, you can actually make fast pass reservations for the entirety of your trip, even though your sixth and seventh day is mm-hmm. not quite the 60 days, right? Yeah, right. Okay. But once your vacation starts, you can make all your res- reservations for your entire for the stage. Okay. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a good option. But what you also have to consider in that is other people are overlapping your reservations. So right. that's why even though you're 60 days, you're expecting, Hey, I should be able to get Cinderella, Cinderella's Royal table. Yeah. Somebody, somebody else's vacation is overlapping yours and mm-hmm. they've already been able to do that same thing. That's their sixth or seventh day. Yeah. So they've already made the reservations. You can't get in there. So, so jump on it. Absolutely. As fast as possible. Absolutely. That's another reason to get a travel agent who will stay up to 1201 to call and yes. make your reservations. That's exactly right. So the My Disney Experience app is something that you absolutely have to have. Mm-hmm. So this app helps you stay organized during your trip. It has all the information that you need in one place, including your park tickets, your dining reservations, your entertainment show times, park hours. It's also the easiest way to secure a fast pass. This is a great app. It is. Tried it. It will drain your battery, though. So the other part of that is make sure that you have a battery backup. Yes, portable little portable, portable chargers are your friend. Yes, they actually they have the fuel rods at Disney World, but they're very expensive. So bring your own. Also, if you're doing the quick service restaurants in the parks, 
through the My Disney Experience app, you can use mobile ordering. Have you ever used mobile ordering, Dan? We have used it. That That's is great. Awesome. So it helps you avoid the waiting, the waiting in lines for the food. So yes. what we've done in the past, we've been on a ride, mm-hmm. about to get on. We'll order the food, yeah. ride the ride. When we get done, we'll hit send the order. And by the time we make it to the restaurant, it's waiting on us. We walk past all the people waiting in line. Yep. Waving, sticking out our tongue. Not really. <laughs> That's uh, what we did. So. Did you? <laughs> you got escorted out as well? We did. <laughs> and banned for life. <laughs> and, <laughs> this is a happy place, sir. Bye. <clears throat> Dan, have you tried the Disney Play app? No, I have not. This is great if you have kids or big kids like Dan and I. Yep. It's a great way to spend your time when you're waiting in line. The app has games and you can uncover achievements, music, and all kinds of other fun things to help the parks come alive. Nice. A little time filler there. Yes. Keeps the little kids. Uh, well, the last time we went, I tried that with my three-year-old. It did not work well. Okay. He still wound up running past everyone else in line to go meet Mickey. Uh, oh, that boy. was a little embarrassing. Again, we were asked to leave. Banned for life. Banned for life. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. He's a good kid. Uh, Disney dining. So a lot of my clients ask about the value of Disney dining. Mm -hmm. Honestly, it's all about the makeup of your your family as to whether or not it's worth it. As a general rule, if you have teenagers, especially teenage boys that like to eat, I lean towards recommending the dining. Yes. Additionally, if you're planning on doing some character meals, uh, the dining packages can provide value. So I'd I'd highly recommend working with a Disney travel agent. Again, I know it's self-serving to me. For me to talk about, you know, use a travel agent. So there's just a lot of uh, math there that if you don't have to, I mean, that's me. If I don't have to do math, I'm not going to do it. (laughs) But that's a lot of, your travel agent can help you with a lot of those uh, calculations. Exactly. Especially if you're first time going, you know, somebody like you, a travel agent, can get around all of the things that you don't know yet. Yep. And, and, you know, as as much as I try to stay learning about Disney and keeping current, there's a lot of times I just have to call. And yeah. The, the good thing about being a travel agent, the travel agent line, the most that I think I've ever had to wait is five or six, seven minutes tops. So Yeah, that's good. Get an answer pretty quickly. I talk one more time about Epcot and the mm-hmm. fact that it's really become the festival destination at Walt Disney World Resorts. Yes. Whenever you make your next trip to Orlando, the chances are strong there's going to be a festival going on at Epcot. <laughs> yep, yep. So the four festivals are the Festival of the Arts that run it runs from January 15th to February 15th, Flower and Garden, which runs March 6th through June 3rd, my personal favorite, Food and Wine. Lots of fun. August 29th through the end of November. Mm-hmm. And finally, the International Festival of the Holidays, which is late November through December. Yeah. If you visit the Family Vacationer Live, you can see my review of last year's Food and Wine Festival. Lots of fantastic food. Highly recommend that festival. Me too. It's great. I loved being there during yeah. that, just sampling all the different things. Yep. Uh, have you ever done the International Festival of the Holidays? We were there. Yes, we were there um, after Christmas okay. one year, oh. and so we we did get to see a lot of that. So along those lines, there are two parties that I highly recommend: Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party and Mickey's Christmas Party. Those are both uh, you have to pay extra for those, but they're they're worth it. Mickey's Not So Scary 
the kids dress up. They can go trick or treating. There's some overlays to the uh, some of the rides that are Halloween in nature. Crowds are down a little bit. Crowds are right? down. You okay. can yeah, you can ride your ride the rides a lot easier. So definitely want to look into those two. So now, if you're ready to visit Walt Disney World for the first time or again, I'd love to help you plan your next magical vacation. My travel agent services are always free to my clients. So if you'll visit the familyvacationer.live and click on the travel questionnaire, let's get started planning your Walt Disney World vacation. So that's it for this week. Join us next time as we'll interview some friends and clients of mine that recently took a three-week family vacation to New Zealand. Can't wait for that one. We'll see you then. Thank you for listening to the Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Robin Danny.